Check, check, check. Hold on, let me cue up my... Let me turn the volume all the way up. Check, 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 check. Oh, oh check, I'm gonna do the intro song. I don't like how low they are. Hey! <laughs> Episode 79. We're here. The family is here. I was dreaming when I wrote this. Forgive me if it goes astray. But when I woke up this morning, could I swore it was just a day. Yeah, you know what Welcome back to another episode of the Fresh Wake Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. you joined by some very cool guys. Family's here with me. Mr. Schubert's right next to me. Eli, he's back. It's good to be back. Episode what, 79? 79. Yep. Um, CV's here. Feeling good. How are y'all doing? Chilling. Um, and Young Halfline is also here. You already know, cooking up another banger for you guys. Another another day, another pod. Definitely. <laughs> um, Cooking yeah. up in the lab. No, no sinus in my system or no mucus in my system. That's good to hear. Sinuses are clear. It's good. Um, He's a healthy man now. Officially healthy. Yeah, feeling good for the pod. He's off, off the, the injured IL. list. Off the injured list. No Tyler Hero. <laughs> he's back. Um, he's he's ready to play though. He's back. He's gonna come back next week. We'll talk about it on the sports pod. Keep keep uh keep an eye out for a new sports pod coming soon this week. Um, NBA Finals is coming up, so stay tuned for that. But um, yeah, this is episode seventy nine. Um, we're all here, and let's we got a good pop for you guys today. Should we hop right into it? Yeah, did we stay on basketball? Um, so I don't know. This came out what a week ago. White man can't jump. Anyone? Yeah, I think it came out like last Thursday or something. (laughs) Yeah. So I was originally. I mean, so this this whole pod is going to be like a bunch of us backtracking statements that we've made on previous pods. So definitely go check those out so you can hold us accountable as well. But um, me, me and Evan, and I think Carter as well. Carter, I don't remember if you were in on it because I know you're Jack Harlow. You and Jack Harlow are gang gang. But um, yeah, <laughs> but me and Evan were definitely like, definitely dogging out the the new white man can't jump. We were like, oh, it looks, what do we say? We, we said it looked underproduced. It looked uh, yeah, low budget. It looked like it <laughs> just wasn't going to do well. You know, it was going to be disappointing, but should have bit our tongue a little bit. Yeah, I think we, I think we gave it, we gave it a lot of sauce and uh, thank you. Hella flack. Like, yeah, I, I thought it, you well, kind of shitted on it. Yeah, I was watching it. I was in bed. I was like, came out i had to tell my mom i was like mom this movie is low-key fire i was like you know, i was like jack harlow could low-key act like I, I had to say it where is it is it on uh netflix hulu, hulu. hulu. Okay, I yeah, check yeah. It out. i haven't seen it yeah hulu original who who uh like give me a rundown of it it's jack it's... harlow and like drewski right no drewski's not in it is he what? in it no drewski's not in oh, it maybe no. I'm, maybe i'm mixing it's... it up. you're talking about you're Vic talking Mensa? about the one that um no Vic Mensa, vince staples vince yeah vince staples is my bad my bad. Tiana yeah, Taylor is in it. Um, Tiana Taylor is in it. Um, Lori Laura Harrier is in it. Andrew Schultz um, is in it. For all you, Schultz is in it for a little bit. Um, that dude Duno from No Jumper is in it. 
for like a split second. I'll remember him. In the scene when yes. they're in the gym and he's he's trying to sell the smoothies. Oh, the um, detox drinks? Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was a pretty good uh, rendition of the old one. Um, just because I feel like like they made it, they redid it and did they just made it more modern. You know, it like felt all the references were like pretty funny. I thought I think they did a pretty good job. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty solid. I just I don't think it left me feeling the same way as like the original movie. Maybe it's just because it's like already been done. So it's it's just yeah, a you, modernized version. Yeah. of it. But like, I don't know, just didn't they have the same effect. And yeah, then, I go ahead. No, no, I was just, go ahead, finish. finish okay. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I just thought, um, you know, sometimes when they, they throw together those big casts of, like, celebrities who aren't typically actors and actresses, um, obviously, like, Tiana Taylor is, an, is a phenomenal actress. You know, I heard she smoked that new movie that she's in. Um, but, you know, that like, you know them from something outside of just their acting. Um, and I think typically when you have a, you have a cast like the cast to the casting to me didn't really make sense off the off the jump when you found out about the movie because that kid uh or not kid uh that guy sing Sinqua walls i think is his name the guy that played uh kamal yeah. he is a he's an act he's like a fairly newer actor but he he was mike tyson in the tyson hulu doc and so like you know a lot of the times with those kind of actors who play like a big person that you kind of get sucked into that role you know yeah. how they had that one scene where they, they were like, oh, that guy looks like, you're going to tell me that guy doesn't look like Malcolm X. And it was like, that guy plays Malcolm X in a different show. So it's like. Um, like actors, some actors kind of get stuck in a specific type yeah. of role. Like a big one's like Liam Neeson. He yeah. can never do a non like action, like super action packed movie. I don't know. Yeah. He couldn't do like a drama. Yeah. 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 But like when, when you know someone, I think from somewhere else and they're not known for their acting um i think sometimes it gets like a little bit hard to like look at them as not jack harlow right or not tiana taylor but i th- I felt like the whole movie i kind of forgot that he- it was like jack harlow playing this guy like I-, I feel like he did a pretty good job he did a better job than i had anticipated i would agree with that i, I wouldn't say his acting's like that great but it he definitely did better than i would have thought he would have yeah I-, I thought he i thought he did a decent job um and i thought yeah i just thought that it was it was pretty well written um i know you had some some critiques about the one of the, about one the, of the ball big, playing one of the biggest things man it's just you know from the first movie it kind of looked like they they were actually hooping and they could actually hoop and in this movie i don't know the the hooping moments were just a little subpar yeah they, i don't know they're well, looking so kind of trash on the court <laughs> they did look like you watched Jack Harlow's jump shot. I was like, that's not a normal looking jump shot. <laughs> he looked he looked up with like lethal shooter and all the basketball influencers. I saw um who's that white kid with the curly hair, the curly blonde hair? He does like all the, the trick shots. Oh, um uh, Tristan Tristan yeah, Jazz. Tristan Jazz. Yeah. I saw he was in the background of one of the <laughs> one of the scenes. It um, looks like kind of I was like, oh, they definitely linked up right before this. He taught Jack Harlow to shoot a little jumper. But I feel like that's like the thing with like celebrities or just like artists or people that do creative um that have been doing creative things for a long time you know like I remember when 50 Cent threw out the first pitch at the Mets game and it was like the worst first pitch ever thrown he like hit the cameraman or something like that that's how you can tell is one like you can tell like the same way that you can tell that 50 Cent like spent all his time growing up on the street selling crack 
<laughs> or whatever he said he was doing. You could tell that he did not like play Babe Ruth League baseball, right? <laughs> Same way yeah. that Jack Harlow, you could tell Jack Harlow was definitely in the in the studio rapping when throughout his uh, adolescence because when he came out and shot the jumper, that was it looked trash. Yeah, it was a little it was a little sad. You would have thought he would have spent a little bit more time hooping before the movie, but Yeah, I was like, where's the practice? <laughs> you know? He definitely ain't no Tom Cruise, bro. That's yeah, all I gotta bro. say. <laughs> Yeah, he's definitely not Tom Cruise, and he's definitely not uh, John Stockton or whoever all those other, who are the other white hoopers? <laughs> well, no, 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 I'm saying Bird. Tom Cruise because he does all his own stunts. Like, oh, you're right. Oh, okay, I didn't, I didn't catch it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's facts. Yeah, Jack Harlow was definitely out there. I was like, oh, you, you might, they might have had to find like a stunt double for Jack Harlow. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise to jump out of, out of planes, do all his own stunts. Jack Harlow needs a stunt double to, to shoot a three pointer. That's what I'm saying. It's a little, yeah, it's a, they all had whack jumpers, like really whack jumpers. Vince Staples looked like the only one that like kind of knew how to play ball a little bit. Dude, and he honestly he didn't even play that much. Like, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he, 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 he like maybe like, four minutes out the movie. The last tournament, damn near. Yeah, the last the time we saw him hooping. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, I think just just overall, I thought it was a pretty solid movie. Car, did you watch it? No, I never got the chance to watch it. I was gonna watch it today, but I didn't have Hulu. Oh, well, you could. Oh, I was you gonna Spotify say, Premium. Card? You could share the account on the low. I do have Spotify Premium. If you have the student plan for Premium, it comes with Hulu. Just FYI, Carter, I'll slide you. Don't even trip, Carter. I'll slide you the 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 pirate website. No, no, no. I I want to watch it on Hulu. I don't need no viruses coming to my computer. You gotta support. You gotta support Jack. I'll support Harlow. Yeah. <laughs> I'll support him. Hey, you know he was uh he was repping your your people. Yeah, he repped GU. So yeah, shout out shout out to Bulldogs. Home, his home screen on his phone was him in a Gonzaga jersey. Yeah, he mentioned oh, it a couple times throughout the yeah throughout the movie. yeah. I heard there were some Gonzaga references. Yeah. Hey, uh, while we're on the references, it was also kind of cool. They made um some reference references to like the original movie. They had him like walking down the same um like the iconic stair set. I forget the name. Yeah, of it, yeah. But like they would come down there. The kid the. The dude's son had the the hat. I'll yeah, get the name of those hats, but yeah, I, I don't like the little the little brim ones. Yeah, right? little brim, like super tight, but it's kind of yeah. it's kind of cool little. I don't know what you call tribute. it. cameo. Yeah, tribute. Yeah, like a yeah a cameos um, when someone makes an appearance. cameos when someone makes yeah, an appearance. Yeah. Like that tally hero scene at the end is like a cameo. Mm-hmm. Oh no, spoiler. Sorry. Um, <laughs> oops. I have to get a little spoiler. <laughs> um but yeah anyway so yeah i thought it was a good movie those are all the real thoughts that i had though yeah i think the biggest critique that i had was um aside from a little bit of spotty acting at some points but i think that yeah the biggest critique that i had was the it just looked like you know when they play like football and like in the movies you ever watch like the football movies where they're like making they're diving at like people's legs like from like 10 feet out and they're missing yeah you know like the running back takes off on the last play he's like running down He's running like, like, play, like two miles an hour. Really see and shit. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. unrealistic. Yeah, it just looked like they were throwing like these like super random passes. Like, you know, I was like, like the behind the back passes looked kind of sketchy. I was like, this. I was, I was like, I don't know what sus. tournament you would win with those ball players. You know, I was like, if this is a real tournament, because we Jack Hollow played in that that league that they had at one point. They had like a a league where it was all three v three league. Yeah, it was like a four v four, right? Like, like him and Ice Cube? No, him and Quavo were in it, I believe. No, it was an Ice Cube. Ice Cube is the three on three. Uh, yeah, it's a celebrity league, I think. It was like a celebrity. It was like um, 
Quavo played, Chris Brown played, yeah. uh, Kid yeah. Leroy played. It was like Kevin Hart played, I think, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Played, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And they would like bring in like I know Kid Leroy's team. I watched it. He had a like he had like three of the top ten like um high school recruits on his team. Like they bring out like their squads, and it was it was hilarious. But Jack Harlow's team got washed by uh by Russ. Oh, he lost to Russ. <laughs> Bad yeah, look, so, I mean, that should tell you enough about Harlow's basketball skill. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, all right, should we go on to new music? Should we do another another apology tour? Backtrack? Backtracking? Backtracking statements? Keep going backwards. Yeah. We um, have to. Yeah, I guess so. Um, Carter, do you want to take this or do you want me to? You run through this. I can, okay. I, can I guess it was my statement. Um, So, on um, two pods ago, I think. Or maybe last pod. Um, no, it was two pods ago. Yeah. Um, we talked about how Lil Durk's new project. My prediction was that this would ascend Lil Durk into that uh, next or that higher tier of hip hop artists currently. And I think just artists in general. Though. Yeah, I think artists in general. I think like his stock would have been up. I mean, he's he's obviously like a star in his own right. I mean, these number first week numbers are going to come back looking pretty crazy. Um. Just compared to I, I, what I like about Lil Durk is that we've seen him kind of rise as an artist back when he was because like when we were in middle school, he was rapping about he was like a drill rapper in Chicago. And now yeah. he's like he's really found his own sound. You know, he's, he sounds good now. Um, And I thought with this album, it was going to have more of a mainstream appeal. And it just felt it just felt like he was going to boost him a lot. I think just like you look at the features who's on it um, and to be 100% honest, I was not very impressed, and I'm now here to backtrack my statement. I don't know if this is the one that is going to take him to that next level. I hate to say it. I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, I, I I haven't listened to it, like, carefully, but I didn't think it was anything, like, special, you know? It wasn't, like, a memorable album. Yeah. I think the way that his last album was, I feel like it was very memorable. His last project had a lot of hits on it. Yeah, um, I mean, and the single you referenced before with Jake with Cole, Cole, it sounded all my life. All my life it sounded really good. Song. Yeah, kind of got the kind of got the momentum, and then he and then yeah, yeah I think he might have missed. That's kind of missed the mark. Yeah, all my life is really going to just be the it's going to be the face of the whole album. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Anyone else have thoughts? It, I mean, kind of on the same lines as Eli. Like I, li- I was trying to listen to it, but none of the songs like were really that good and so i couldn't couldn't get behind it man just not it i don't think it like you're saying it's just not gonna bring him anywhere i think it kind of fell flat yeah i feel like my life hyped it and then it just kind of did not yeah come close yeah i mean the rollout for it was pretty flawless right i mean that his whole like there was a lot of momentum going into it and i think just the yeah the execution like the music didn't just it just didn't hit you know no, um, it all kind of, to me, it all really sounded, besides all my life, it all sounded very much the same. Yeah. It, it, it didn't, maybe in a, it, didn't, in a way. it didn't sound the same. <laughs> not, oh, maybe gosh. not the same. Um, it's just like, I don't know. He didn't really like develop like a new right. style he stayed, that he, he needed to do. He kind of yeah, just It didn't stayed, feel like yeah, it, yeah, it didn't feel elevated at all. Exactly. It felt, yeah. yeah. It felt very stagnant. Yeah. Like yeah, the same as his last project. Nothing new. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, because I mean, when he dropped that last one with the "What Happened to Virgil" and all that stuff, I yeah, thought like, it was that um, one. That song, that song was right. It, like I feel that was like a song of the, the album. Yeah, Good and song. it kind of it had a very 
structured sound and it felt the sound still felt very fresh you know it felt like a newer sound that he kind of has pioneered in hip-hop i agree with that yeah you know it's like the pain pain rap almost like it's very melodic but it yeah. like is you listen to what he's saying and it's hard right but this one kind of felt like it was a lot of i don't know it's so kind of all it felt a little bit all over the place and it just felt like he it, he didn't take it anywhere new i think um which is I, I would assume people were looking for on this one um yeah so i was a little bit disappointed um to be honest but carter you're our country insider yeah um, obviously you guys know morgan wallen and Lil Dirk. they've collaborated before and the they're past. like buddy buddy now yeah I no, they're noticed. hard yeah i mean Homies. y'all see that photo of that fuck, that photo of them uh fishing dirk's in yeah. a full camo suit and yeah, Lil Durk looks ridiculous. Wearing, yeah, no, it's crazy. Yeah, no, but they they become good homies over the past few years. Obviously, they had that single that came out like what a little over two years ago, Broadway Girls. Great and song. Then, yeah, great song. And then they got a song on this album called Stand By Me, which Ryan even said that he's like, he texted all of us. He's like, tell me why this is like one of the only good songs on the album. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. Wallen, which is like goes back. I, to I mean, us. he's like all right, like. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of Morgan Wallen, but yeah, I, I no, do appreciate country yeah. music. There's controversy so. with him, but I like I'm a fan of his music. Um, but obviously, yeah, I mean, him and Lil Durk, they got two songs now. I definitely yeah. think we'll see more from them in the future. Just them well, I think, collaborating. I think the more interesting conversation about their collaboration to me was I mean, as part of the rollout to the album, he did uh Dirk sat down with them with with DJ Academics and they interviewed him and he was asking him why he doesn't rock with gun anymore. And it was he called he said that Gunner was a rat, right? He called him a rat, mm. and so that he wouldn't collaborate with him. Um, and I don't know, like I just thought it was an interesting thing to see that now he's buddy buddied with Morgan Wallen, who I guess do country do non country fans know about this Carter? Is that like is it big news that um, he has like a little bit of a racist past? I mean, obviously, you know, word spreads in terms of like controversy like this. So I don't really think. Outside of the country, you know, country music fans, yeah, people definitely know about all that. Yeah, okay. Because I feel, yeah, I, I don't know if that is, like, as well known as, like, the whole Gunna situation. I mean, but, I mean, you could say the same thing because in the hip-hop, like, world, would only hip-hop fans know about the Gunna incident? Like, would other, would other people okay. that listen to other genres, like, even know about that? You could say the same thing. But I think yeah. there's definitely overlap between people that like different genres of music in terms of just knowing what's going on with morgan wallen and then obviously the whole gun incident and everything like right. that but so morgan wallen is like a very controversial country person yeah right? he like has gotten into a lot of trouble in the past based on just like i mean for those you don't know he there's like a video of him calling one of his black friends the n-word right yeah um, i'm I, i'm pretty yeah that was a few years ago or maybe not a few years ago i think it was, was fairly recent it was wasn't as the, like sometime in the past year or so but yeah it wasn't as like true. long ago as i had originally thought until i looked it up um yeah. but there's like a video of him you know apologizing and stuff but it's like you can only do so much after yeah you like yeah say stuff like that you know that stuff yeah not acceptable but i think the deeper conversation i have is that it does I've, what does it say about little dirk that he's willing to collaborate with morgan wallen over after that he knows about that incident um but he refused to work with gunna like what what is more i think like what the hip-hop prioritizes or deems to be unacceptable um 
I think it's just interesting, you know, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't think we're the people to say necessarily what is like, what is and isn't acceptable just because yeah. I think hip hop has like always been pretty acceptable of all, just like a lot of different people. Um, But I, yeah, I don't know. I thought that was kind of interesting that he is outwardly saying that he's not going to collaborate with quote unquote a rat and he'll openly collaborate with uh with a known person well, with a person with known racist past. Yes. It's definitely interesting. Um I think it just it's I don't even know, to be honest. It's it's kind of a weird, weird thing. You would think that you wouldn't want to work with either one, to be yeah, honest. Agreed. But like I don't know, rat rats just leak information that you don't really want out there, you know? And I don't know, maybe maybe Dirk got something going on behind behind the scenes. Because <laughs> he's he's tied up with a yeah tied knows? up with Morgan. Yeah. Their gang gang now, you put him on. He put Wait. him on a on OTF. Nah, no, he's not doing that. But I mean, I don't know, I'm reading something that said Morgan Wallen's like he was the number one artist in the US. So I mean, there's a lot of clout there, you know, just yeah. also publicity uh, like fan base and stuff like that obviously that's not all it is but i don't know it really just kind of depends on i mean Dirk can really he can you know he can make music with whoever he wants but yeah, it's like for sure like evan said maybe yeah, maybe there's a deeper you know you below the surface point. yeah i think you bring up a good point with the that it's a good look well yeah like, I think... like exactly you know sure like morgan wallen's one of the hottest country artists and one of the hottest just artists in general. So yeah, it could be a good look on his part. You know, oh, Lil Dirk's got a song with him, so he's just trying to, you know, make, I don't know, make another hit or something like that. It's yeah, just, and it's I think just kind of that whole artist mindset of wanting to like kind of be on top, you know, be the best at what you do, kind yeah. of just along those lines. And I think also just like the the uh, the opposite hand of that is that I don't think he wants to be the first one to openly accept gonna back into hip-hop you know gonna has faced a lot of uh he's been ridiculed a lot over the last six seven months yeah. since he's been home and i just feel like um you know he had that guy uh what's is it bandman kevo is he the one that said that he wanted his money back for a gunna verse um after gunna did the verse for him i think he wanted his money back um but like a lot, like people are, he's faced a lot of ridicule over the last, um, yeah, over the last however many months it's been. Um, and I think that just goes along with how much hip hop loves Young Thug. You know, like Young Thug is such a beloved character in hip hop. And I feel like the fact that he's in jail and people are blaming that on Gunna. I think Gunna is kind of an out outcasted among at least Atlanta artists. Um, well, and yeah, I feel like... I mean and i feel like yeah i feel like little dirt doesn't want to be the first one to welcome him back in welcome yeah. him back i, I feel like if little baby that does whole it tomorrow, scene yeah huh? i feel like if little baby does it tomorrow or if like future does it tomorrow i feel like gunna will start popping up in more places yeah for sure it's always like with situations like that there's always like everyone's waiting for like the first thing first incident to happen to be like in this instance letting him back in and yeah stuff like that it's like a domino exactly and then everyone's gonna follow after that because they're like they don't want to get the backlash if they're the first one to do it because yeah just of all the all the past history and stuff like yeah well that. now you then you could say well uh yeah little baby did it future yeah. did it 
Yeah, right? but then it's like, yeah, you're just hopping on that wave. It's yeah. like you don't you think if Young Thug do it comes on your home own. And says, you think if uh, Young Thug clears Gunna, you think it, it goes back to normal? No. Uh no. You think he's no, 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 hard way. Gunna. no way. And there's like there's like the video of him saying that the the people he were hanging he was hanging around with like are part Oh of yeah, criminals. Yeah. 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 So his name's just know. tarnished, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. I feel like yeah, if if Thug comes home and says gonna i mean obviously it's not looking great for thug right now but no yeah. they're gonna and i think if he came back and said that kind of cool and all i feel like also a lot of people won't be too quick to be like oh i was wrong i feel like that's another like to admit that they like oh, blackballed him for yeah or uh, no reason right that's like, not I feel how, like yeah yeah that's not I feel like people works. aren't that's typically too works. too quick to walk back statements exactly yeah. as we've been doing i was gonna take i was gonna, no I was gonna actually like admit when they're in the wrong nowadays right yeah. no one wants prideful. to be wrong exactly yeah too prideful egos um, are too big and also yeah what oh okay um oh oh yeah yeah um well speaking of uh criminal i uh, will go back to your music in a second but uh do you want to cover it yeah um well i don't know if you guys saw but fetty just got his sentence and it was six years federal prison and it was for like the whole trafficking narcotics thing i have a thing um a little quote here it was when he was arrested in 2021 charges of participating in a conspiracy to smoke a large amount of heroin fentanyl and other drugs into new york city he pleaded guilty in august and faced a mandatory minimum sentence of five um and his attorney argued that he turned to Feeling drugs as a side effect of financial problems brought out by the pandemic. That's crazy. Um, Fetty Fetty Watt might might go down as one of the more tragic, mishandled careers in hip-hop history. Um, Yeah, he definitely could. If you think about how hot Fetty Watt was around the time that we were in middle school, I want to say like 20... 2015. 2015? Yeah. Yeah. 2015. That year might have been the hottest year we've ever seen by an artist in hip-hop history. Yeah, think yeah. about. I mean, every number one, like his he songs was beating were his everywhere. own number ones with new number ones. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and I think just to like think about how much money you make off of one number one, he had like six of them in that one year, mm-hmm. and or in that stretch of how many it might have been like two years maybe, but to look at him now, like <clears throat> you should not be in that position where you're gonna be having where you're having to sell narcotics. Um, after when when you come from not having money like that to getting money like that, it's easy to blow it. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's it's, true. Yeah, but I think that the way that they handled his career, I think the um, like they they dropped, they kept on dropping, like like I said, they he was beating his own number ones with new number ones. Yeah, like, it's like just like wait hold, to drop you, that. you have to hold them. Like there's a whole strategy to be played around how to drop music. I think a lot of people learned from Fetty Wap's situation um, because he fizzled out. He fizzled out so fast. Um, he yeah, had I mean, such he a had, promise, right? And he yeah, kinda... he had that quick burst of fame and then it just, and he all that out. Yeah. Did you guys listen? He dropped an album in what, like 2022? Yeah, it wasn't bad. And I, yeah, I low-key, when I listened to it, I thought it would have gotten way more fame than it did, but no one was talking about it. Yeah. He's another one that, like, kind of like Dirk, I, th- I would say even before Dirk, he kind of pioneered that sound for hip hop. Oh, he yeah. he like pioneered a lot of mumble rap, like in general. Yeah, 
definitely. And the melodic, like, like that kind of walk through. Walk through? No. I've been a lot of man when I walk through. What can you do with your wisdom teeth are how you I can't tell if that was that how he sounded or is that that's how he sounded. I thought it was because your your wisdom teeth is out. A little slur in the voice. No, it's it's a good song, but yeah, I was surprised to see that. Yeah, you don't see that very often in six years. He'll get he'll get a little bit of time served. I'm just saying it was that big, making that far of a downfall. You know, you don't see it too often. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if that's poor, like poor managing. I would say so. Was he signed? Do you know? Yeah, yeah, he's been signed for a while. Yeah, Um, I wonder if that's his agent. His agency, his, agency, his management, yeah, yeah. something yeah, like that. that. Um, I think the chain of command for his career went pretty high up. You know, there's a lot of people managing his money and all that. Um, I don't know, it's just a shame. You know, six years he'll probably do what four, three or four. He's done yeah. a year he'll, already. He'll have to do some time. Yeah, he might have to sit down for a little bit. Oh yeah, I mean that sucks. Um, yeah, he was at. He got arrested at. Um, he was supposed to perform at Rolling Loud in New York when me and Nikhil were there. Oh, uh, and he got arrested um, before that. Right, he got arrested at the yeah, at the stadium like backstage or something. Damn. Yeah. Oh shit. He was like there and got arrested. Um, that's crazy. Oh no, they like raided his bus or something. Yeah, yeah, they raided his tour bus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was like, yeah, it was like once we got that news, it was like a, um, because everyone started talking about it and they were talking about it, it was like a federal investigation. Yeah. Um. I don't know. When, when I heard about it, I was kind of like, oh, he's done. Like, that is, you know, the, once those once that high of authority kind of closes in on you, you you might be cooked, you know? Um, yeah, so, yeah, no I mean, joke. that's a shame. Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, it is really no joke. That is, that's where it gets hot. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just should we go back to new music? That's kind of sad. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, well, Kodak Black snuck out an album this week. Um did anyone listen to that, Carter? Um, yeah, I give I give it a, a like a quick listen. Like whenever there's albums like that that just like go unnoticed and drop, I always just like kind of just skim through them. I don't really see anything that really you know hit hit with me or landed with me. It's Kodak. Oh, so you must heard. I know there's that one song you like. Oh, this is my Bobby. favorite song. X's and O's. I know you're Bobby. Maybe ever. This is my but, favorite song ever. This is the classic right here. Can't be a classic yet. This is, no, this has been a classic. Ever since it dropped on SoundCloud. Yeah. I love you unconditionally. You cut off my supply. That is why tonight I write my eulogy. Who I used to be before I die. A sniper guy. Is he out of anything? I'm putting on everything. Is he over everything? I'm picking sides. However, all this death shit goes. So far. Very in Burberry attire. Forever fly. I'm sending over X and O. Is you know you forever, my snipe? I don't know. He's got that like nasal type of rap. Yeah, he sounds like NBA Youngboy. Like, but like, I think it's even, even more. Yeah. Yeah, it's all like very southern. Like, yeah, yeah, I I do like Kodak, some of Kodak's like older music, but so his really old stuff. stuff is his best stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a little bit of his newer stuff that I do enjoy. That's yeah, not that bad. I think like good. some of his he, singles that have came out have been good. He did that just, one record with a with Diddy's kid, uh, with um King Combs, the um it was the playoff of a Lil C's song, um what is it called? 
Is it uh, Can't Stop, Won't Stop? Is it? Yes. Oh, that? Right? Oh, yeah, this is, is the, yes. this is the yeah. Lil C's one. This was Kodak. Yeah, Kodak. Can't Stop, Won't Stop. Yeah, this was nice. Can't Stop, Won't Stop, Bad Boy. Yeah, I won't give him too much sauce on that. But um, yeah, I thought that was a good song. Um, yeah. He has, yeah, he has good single game. You know, he puts yeah, out exactly. like, I don't know about his albums because I think he lackluster drops them. There's not really a yeah. cohesive yeah. album that he has that I would say is like a classic or uh, mm. anything in like a cult classic even. I mean, pin but, the pictures for sure. It's a great that's album. A I wouldn't say that's a classic, classic album. For like him. a cult classic. For him, right? for him, for him. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's for definitely him. his best work. For him is what I'm saying. I really like the one with uh with stolen or as an identity theft or stolen identity, the the red one. It's uh dying to dying live. to live. Yeah, yeah, that one that, one's, that one's easy on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one's, that one's good. That was what like 2020. No, 2018. 2018. Yeah, hey, dude, Kodak's uh, dropped a lot. Of <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, he's he's one of those guys that I'll check it out. Exactly, um, I feel the same way. It's like yeah, because I know I've liked his music in the past, and I'm like maybe something will like. Yeah, you know, I, speak, I normally catch one or two off of exactly. a project. Yeah, exactly. Um, You'll find a, a sleeper on there. Yeah, Kodak, I love the way he, like, it might not be the most, like, profitable or calculated way to drop music, but I do, there. I think there is some value for him in just the way that he doesn't care. Like, there's no rollout. There's, he's yeah, just, like, he literally puts just, it up, like. He literally just put an album out, like, it, well, it, it, it could go unnoticed. He put out that project a couple months ago that had, originally had X's and O's on it. It was, um... I don't even know if it's a. I think it was an EP, yeah. Um, uh, let me see. Oh, maybe it's not even. Oh, they might have took it. They might have pulled it from streaming. Yeah. Um, I forgot what it was called, but it had X's and O's on it. It had a bunch of stuff that wasn't cleared, and he he put it out, and it was like um, like none of like the artwork wasn't even. It was like a grainy picture of him. It like like he just feels so casual whenever Kodak like he just does this, you know, he just. Yeah. How long is this new project? Uh, Pistols and Pearls. Twenty-one songs. Yeah, I'm see. That's like a pretty hefty album, you know. Yeah, and I mean, there'll probably be like two or three good songs on there. Yeah, I mean, he just he just drops whenever he wants to drop. I kind of like it. He does him, bro. Yeah, he does Kodak. He's, he's a spontaneous guy, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, we can keep going with music. Um. Oh, this is actually an interesting one. Did anyone listen to Ice Spice and Taylor Swift? I, I gave it a listen it, strictly for because we're talking about it, but no, <laughs> okay, other, sure, no, no sure. other reason. Sure, Carter definitely likes the whole album. What are you talking about? Carter's got a picture of Ice Spice behind his computer for sure. <laughs> no, I'm talking, I'm talking about the <laughs> the song, the one song. <laughs> no, dude. Um, I saw them on stage together though. Yeah, did you see the side by side? Yeah, I saw that. I that the comments so on that were funny. wild. The that side by side with Taylor Swift. No way like, they compared the no way they compared these two. <laughs> they, had, so they, they, they said that Ice Spice Ice Spice um Ice Spice looks like Ice Spice ate Taylor Swift. <laughs> and it all and it all went straight to the backside. <laughs> oh my god. That, that was, was crazy. Good. I think that's a really interesting crossover though. The collab. It, yeah. So we we talked about it a little while ago, or whenever they announced that this was coming out. But I think this was a bad look. I think well, we were talking about how it depends on how they execute it, um, because obviously Ice Spice is hot as fish grease, right? She's like the hottest artist out of New York right now for sure, and maybe one of the hottest ones out of in hip hop and just in general. Um, 
And I think just the look made a lot of sense for both of them. But I think more so for Taylor Swift to cross over into hip hop a little bit um, and get this like super popping girl right on her album. I think for Ice Spice, it made a little less sense just because I think it could either really boosted her trajectory. It could introduce her to like a whole new audience. But I think the execution, I, I mean, I heard the song. It didn't sound too good. You know, um, well, I think their sounds are just too different. I don't think right. they would like mesh well. Right. Um, and I don't know if Ice Spice needed this. You know, it felt like it felt like Taylor Swift was reaching across the aisle, not Ice Spice. Um, she was looking Ice for Spice, some help. Yeah, I think Ice Spice is like the cool, the cool Bronx chick, right? She like can dress well. She's pretty, right? She she raps a little bit, and I think like it made it, it made less sense in my mind that she would want to go collaborate with Taylor Swift, who does like whatever type of I don't even know what type of music she makes anymore. Does she still do country music at all, or? Like I think it's more pop. It's like yeah. dark, right? It's, it's like pop, dark it's pop. pop-esque. Yeah. Pop yeah. Rock. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, it didn't really make sense. And then I think, I honestly think it kind of hurts her career now at this point. Because um, this is definitely a miss. Whereas, like, the, the Pink Panthers record was was great, right? Um, That's about all she had, personally. You don't like any of her other music? Oh, I know I you mean, guys don't like Ice Spice. I don't know. I'm just not a big fan. I don't really get the hype fan. around her. I think all I think of it, great. all the flow. I was just, I can't get behind it. I don't know. I really enjoy it. I like Ice Spice to me is, and we've had this conversation before off mic, where Ice Spice is an interesting person because I think she is the least talented of all the star artists. In maybe even true. in music, like I think at least in hip hop for sure, like all the star artists in her, or at least the people that are in the realm that she's in right now, I think she is definitely like by far the least talented um but she has the most um the most buzz around her you know i think it's i think it's just a really interesting um situation that she's in and i, I think was, go ahead i think she just makes like the catchiest songs to yeah. be honest like they're, they're not very talented in my opinion but like they're kind of catchy for sure you know what i mean they get play time there some of them are in tiktok i think and whatnot, like we've talked about this before but all of her songs are on the shorter side, and I know there's yeah. a lot of TikTok sounds for them. So she gets that type of that type of crowd. She plays the game the right way. Um, yeah, which you know, she's also, genius in her end. She her also seems like a like a pretty genuine, legit person behind the scenes too. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I heard she's like it, like it feels like she's like method acting. Like she's just like literally like the exact same person like on and off camera. Yeah, um, yeah. I think just like her persona is it, it works really well, you know, and I think um to yeah i think just like to go to taylor swift doesn't really make a lot of sense for me in my opinion um yeah i just feel like there are a lot of different routes that she could have gone um and i think this might have been a a miss i don't know how much it really hurts her career but i think it damages her stock a little bit and i think she could have done the pop uh the pop crossover at some point i just think that it had to be with the right person because she's so not pop. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's a rapper. Yeah. I don't. I don't um, know how much it's gonna like hurt her career. I think it's just gonna be one kind of one of those things they'll look back on and be like, "That was a miss for sure." Like, I don't know. She didn't really need to make this jump or step yeah. in her career to like elevate herself. She was already yeah. like at a fine spot and had you know 
was on top. I mean, she was on top and still is on top. Yeah, I think she's just going to go right back to like her usual sound and she'll yeah. get right back to the fame. Right back to the spot. Yeah, I appreciate it. All right, thank you. Yeah, or she'll just my mom just came in. Slowly <laughs> see her decline. Oh, got uh, the fresh, cookies. fresh cookies. Like fresh gas. cookies for mom. Hey. <laughs> Eli can't eat them because he got his wisdom <laughs> teeth out. <laughs> you still want like the mushy food and shit? Bro, it's the torture. Oh my god. We went to San Francisco today. I got jamba juice in the city. <laughs> <laughs> you took it all the way to the city get jamba. Damn. Oh, that's why. Hey, sorry. <laughs> um, no, that's not bad. Um, but yeah, okay, we could keep, you want to keep going with music, and then we'll talk about John, and we'll be done. Joseph, yeah. yes. Oh, wait, we have a couple more singles, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, just did any, singles? Yeah, did anyone listen to, oh, I have another project, actually, that I want to talk about. Um, I don't know who else listened to this. I think I might be the only one, because I'm, I'm a big fan of this guy, but Rory from the new Rory and Mall podcast, um, who I saw in Boston, who these are like the guys that I've been looking up to in podcasting for a long time. Um, I remember I used to like listen to them on the bus to school and all that. So I, this it was like cool that he put out this project. He's been hyping up for like three years. He's been working on it for a long time. Um, and so he kind of, okay. he EP'd a project. So it's not like he's not rapping on it. There's no none of his vocals, but he brought together like a lot of R&B acts um, onto this one project. Um, he had Conway the Machine on it. It is just, um, it was Conway... It's a lot of people, but it, the main ones that I can think of are Conway the Machine, Reason from TDE, um, Emotional Oranges, um, Ari Kid Lennox Fonte, Ari Lennox, James Fauntleroy, um, J Electronica. Yeah, it's like a loaded album. Um, and yeah, this might be one of my favorite projects out right now. Um, Pink Sweats is on it. But um, yeah, like this, this project to me, I know Carter, you really liked it because it's a lot of the sounds that it's a little, it has a little bit of house feel right um or maybe not house i think but... it's i don't think it's got house sound or esque i think it's more i think it's more like kind of funk alternative mm-hmm. it definitely has more of a like funk type of like sound with the beats on all the songs but from what you played the they were just really good yeah, yeah it's, I just it really, sounds... I really enjoyed it Go ahead, it's just a nice sound no, it's pretty solid. It's definitely something different for me, but I was I was fucking with it. Yeah, it, it's it's like a mature. It feels like very mature, you know. It's like a mature listen. Um, and so bit, I really yeah. really enjoyed it. What? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah like yeah. a mature listen. I kind of get that. It feels a little more traveled. Um, and so I think just like the story behind it appreciate makes me appreciate it a little bit more. Um, he announced on um he's doing he's been doing like this press run for the tour. And he announced that he um, had a kid three months ago. So um, the album is titled, I thought it'd be different. And I just like, like he explains in this like video about how it, um, he's just talking about how he just turned, he's like in his early thirties now. Um, and just, he's been through a lot, obviously his old podcast with Joe Biden broke up. Um, so he was like, a lot has changed in the years since he started making the album and to be here now as like a father his own he's like a new podcast by himself and with another guy um just like the way that the world has has worked um since to, to um uh, to get him to this point i think it was an, a really interesting message and it makes me appreciate the album a little bit more um but this might be one of my favorite projects that's dropped so far this year so um definitely go check that out we definitely send support over there um the project is called uh, i thought it'd be different and it is by rory 
R-O-R-Y. Definitely go tap in with that. Um, I think a lot of the people that listen to this podcast, I think if you have similar tastes to to me, I think you'll like that. Um, and then Sleepy Hollow, TJ, they dropped a single. Did anyone hear that? I did. I heard it. It didn't really give me anything. Same. That was average. Yeah, I, they were probably just. I heard it. To, you know, Sleepy Hollow is locked up right now, so they're probably just. I don't know. Desperate. To I'm trying to catch him. away from him. Yeah, capitalize on that. Go ahead. And honestly, I didn't like that pairing that much. I don't. I don't like little TJ on Sleepy Hollow's sound. I don't know. It didn't work for me. I think he he's interesting because he sounds good with certain drill rappers. Like it's a very specific drill rapper that he sounds good with because he sounds really good with Pop Smoke. Um, he sounds good with Fabio. Like, but DJ, yeah, for yeah, some but reason the Sleepy I think Hollow those beats are a little different than yeah, Sleepy Hollow. I think it's the beat the out of the song. Yeah, because if TJ singing with Hollow, then it's weird. But if he's like, you know, TJ has some hard drill beats. Yeah, like songs on drill beats, and I think those those would go good. But yeah, you know who he's got to link back up with is uh is Jay Critch. Yeah. Little TJ got to get back in the Ooh. studio with Jay Critch. That, oh. that what, what's the song they have together? Is it That's... Ruthless? Uh, that yeah. Yeah. Jay Critch, fire. Jay Critch, was, he got to be back on one for real. But I haven't heard of Jay Critch in a minute. He dropped uh he dropped recently with um oh I, with the three of them. It was Rich the Kid, uh Famous Dex, and Jay Critch. Yeah. I actually didn't fuck Yeah, that that's much. a big yeah. It's it, but they that's like I, whether or not you like the song, I think it was nice to see the three of them back together just because yeah, yeah. that was like the Rich Forever label yeah. at one point. Um and then obviously all that's that went on with Famous Dex and his like drug abuse and all that, like I think just to see them back together made me happy yeah that's cool yeah. i don't I don't know if i'd give the song another listen for sure but but yeah i appreciated the moment um and then oh here's one where i don't have to backtrack i was right and we talked about this two pods ago when we were talking about the summer records i had to listen to it over um i had to re-listen to it because i wanted to make sure that i had actually said it party next door is dropping um drake hit the stage with party next door this weekend in i want to say canada or in toronto um at one of party shows and he announced that part PND4 is going to drop um, probably this. He said very soon. So I'm assuming it's going to be within the next month or two. Um, but we were talking about Party Next Door. Party Next Door having a very uh, summery sound at, at some points in his career. So I'm very excited for that. Party Next Door is one of my favorite. Uh, he's one of my favorite artists um, to listen to in the summertime. So yeah, you called that for sure. Yeah, I'm hyped for that. I sent it to Eli, and Eli thought Drake was dropping party well, next I door. Said, no, I said Drake, and then I thought Drake no, was no, no. dropping, and I was like, oh, there we go. But this <laughs> Drake, so. Drake won't be dropping for a while. Yeah, yeah, Drake's off the map for a little bit. He's sure. he's on tour. Right he doesn't. Now, I think. Yeah, he don't. He don't need anything. He's chill. okay. Well, okay. Here's the here's the million dollar question. Over under, one point five Drake features on the new part next door project. Over. Over? I'll give it. He had two on the last oh. on the last one. And I think it's gonna be more than one one song with Drake. For sure. I think I think it might be more than one. I I, I want to say it. it's more than one, but I have a gut feeling that it's not gonna be. More yeah, it than could one. just be one banger with Drake. Well, it's, that's only how it goes with Drake, and you forget that he puts out a lot of. True. He he does these collabs, and he'll collab. Well, sometimes when he collabs with one person, and it goes on the album, it'll it'll be like multiple songs because he put yeah, out yeah. he was on futures project yeah it's like a collab right album at that point. he was on yeah there, he was he was on there twice he was on there twice yeah and one of them yeah. took off the i'll wait and for you the other I'll one wait for you was took off and the other one yeah. kind of just didn't nothing happened 
I mean, I'm on one was still a top, it's still a top song in the album, but yeah, obviously, no, wait for you. It didn't have the, was, yeah, it didn't catch it didn't have that I, same uh, effect, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. What did well, um, more... he had multiple songs on Party's last project, it was uh, that's something he had, I don't he had really Loyal and that. what was the other one that he had? He had Loyal and oh, did he only have one song on it? Huh. I'm going oh, under two, under that's, that's the remix. Oh, maybe he only so did have one song. I'm going under one point five for sure. Okay, under one point five. I I'll go over just to make it interesting. I think so too. Sam is Schubert. He's going over. Okay, Evan, what you think? I'd also probably say over. Over. Okay, I'm solo okay. then. All right, solo. Yeah, solo. Dolo. Well, All right. One point five. I think he's gonna at least get two. Yeah, at least two. That's his boy. Part next door and Drake are like two ones and eleven, dog. They're. Yeah. They make so much music together. It's not even. We'll find out, I guess. Yeah, maybe we'll get the Chat GPT Drake feature. <laughs> the AI Drake. Yeah, AI Drake. Um. Okay, Carter, do you want to take over this as our Nike representative? Oh shit! We still we missed one song, the code of the fan news. So, oh my bad, my bad. Go ahead. Yeah, that song. This song called "Hope You Heal" by Code of the Friend. He's a, he's an artist that. If you guys have been listening to us for a while, that we I all think we all kind of like listen it, to, yeah. we all yeah. yeah. But this, this beat on "Hope You Heal" his new song, which came out on May twenty sixth, is definitely a house type beat. It, yeah, it was it was and interesting. I I, I, I really like to it. house music. I think Eli does too. But yeah, no, yeah. like you can like it's like just spirits just elevated high for me. I didn't hear mind. it, but I love "Go to the Front." Should we give him a taste? Music, so yeah, definitely. This, oh. Yeah, it sounds like um, it sounds very Philly. Like, it has that Philly like, club like, or that Jersey it's like club. Boppy. Bounce. It's like boppy. It's like yeah. boppy almost. You go to the friend. Take my That's song I really like. Especially coming off his last project with Static Selective, where it's all very boom bap and yeah. it's like he's rapping, rapping, and it's like a little yeah. more aggressive. This yeah. is like a this, good, like. It's like chill, but it's still got that, like, it's like it'll like hit you almost. Yeah. Yeah. It you feels know? like you the Katramine or Katronata Amine yes. effect a little I still bit. have to oh, listen yeah. to that. Yeah. I'm going to listen if, to that. Oh, uh, yeah, Carter, that's a banger. Yeah. If you, it feels like, it feels like they might have shook the wave a little bit. Um, yeah. Coda definitely got some inspiration from them. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you got to pay attention to those guys out in um in Jersey. Uh, I think or Jersey and Philly, I believe. Um, they're these. They're the, a lot of these kids that are coming out with these records. Um, with that bounce to it, because it's like a very popular yeah. Jersey club bounce. It's a. It's yeah. A, yeah. I mean, it's a good. It's like a staple it's a sound. sound. It's a, yeah, but there are a lot of these kids coming pop, out of very in right now. Yeah, yeah I know. There's sure. there's this guy too rare who I think has been blown up pretty massively over the last month or two right yeah no really young i don't know how young he is he sounds really young he sounds like he's like 16 17 but and he's a little bit older than us maybe yeah. but he's definitely caught one uh yeah i think that sound oh, is gonna be sure. the 
and went to blow for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Um, All right, we'll catch us up John on Morant. Nike. Yeah. John Morant, he's been he's been in the news a lot lately. We've talked about him quite a bit. But now he's coming up in the news again. But this is because his shoe is very popular, which is kind of contradicting considering the heat that he's been in over the last few months. But his shoe sold out in minutes. And I believe that came out, obviously, his shoes with Nike. Obviously, on the Nike website, Nike app, stuff like that. It re- it's retailing for 110 right now. Um, and I was looking at on like StockX and apps like Goat. You know, those are the po- big popular um, reselling apps for shoes and sneakers um, and apparel. Selling for over $500, which is kind of, wow. I think that's pretty Bye typical mine. for like shoes like that. Yeah, it was like at 500 wow. like in that range is what I was reading, which is like, that's very steep. Considering it's like a basketball shoe. Yeah, it's like a basketball obviously, sneaker. like, I mean, obviously, like Jordans and stuff, you know, resell for a lot. The only ones that I've but seen do that like, are like the old Kobe's once he died. And yeah, like the classic ones. Yeah. Like, yeah, those, yeah. like, like the South Beach LeBrons. Like those Jordans yeah, would go for crazy. Jordans have become like a lifestyle shoe versus yeah. like strictly just basketball. Yeah. Like for a basketball shoe, it's kind of crazy. I wonder how I many, I... I wonder how many he dropped. Because if they ran out that quick and they're reselling for that much, they must be pretty rare. Well, that's that's what I was about to say. Is I, I was reading they didn't release like a super big quantity. Mm-hmm. I forget the exact numbers on it, but it, it was fairly low for like a Nike his drop. Status yeah. and a Nike drop, exactly. Yeah. Well, this this kind of comes after his. Uh, this happened, I think, a day or two after the the wellness check happened on him. So he posted like some cryptic IG messages, um, saying like goodbye to his parents, goodbye to his daughter. It was it was kind of like. I don't know, it was kind of weird um it felt weird and it was like he was saying goodbye to his uh social media i guess for the time being but um that's what he described it as but um i don't know it felt, it felt really the whole cryptic messages to the wellness check to him being like oh i'm just going off the grid like it all felt very weird like a cry for help almost to me um but yeah i think i think that's really interesting that nike ended up putting out the sneaker anyway um, especially yeah, after With this all that whole backlash and everything. Yeah, all the heat. Um, but I mean, like, it, controversy sells. On the flip side, though, five hundred bucks for a sneaker. If my kid, I know Jalen Rose said it on a, whatever show he's on. He said that he, his kid wanted to buy the sneaker, and he said no. He they're not going to support that. Um, or maybe it wasn't Jalen Rose. It was a, uh, it was uh Michael. Was it Mike Wilbon? One of the, yeah, Mike Wilbon. I think I believe it was. Um. One of the commentators, whoever it was, said that they weren't going to let their kid buy the, the Josh shoes. Like, I think a lot of parents might be taking that stance on it. Like, not, yeah, <laughs> not a good role model, you know? Well, yeah, um, it makes sense. Because it's like, why would you buy a shoe for a star basketball player that, you know, hasn't shown just, like... He's been a little reckless. Bad influence, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, I mean, now you see, like, after that, Michael Jordan, after watching that Jordan doc, now you know that he'll directly profit from it, <laughs> unlike uh, in the past, right? Because that that was yeah, like the thing that changed the whole game for athletes, right? Was Michael Jordan's yeah, that was it with Nike, yeah. So they're able to actually make a revenue. He participates or... in profit, yeah. So exactly, I mean that's yeah. I yeah, I, like, I get why that, that just gets paired that. with obviously his other endorsements and everything like that. Yeah, how do you think? Uh, how do you think Kyrie feels? I think that's the biggest question here. Is um, yeah, I mean. I mean, after he got dropped in December over that uh, anti-Semitic documentary that he posted, faced a lot of scrutiny for that. 
And then, um, I mean, we did a whole pod about it a while ago about how the jaw shoe looks like they just took Kyrie and stamped Jaw's name on it because they yeah, just, they just swapped logos. That's yeah, pretty much all they, they, they really did. did yeah, because I mean, we were just talking about it. John Moran doesn't hoop in. Yeah. Uh, and hooping low tops and they gave him a low top yeah, shoe. No, he, yeah, he's gonna wear high because it was high tops because of his yeah. yeah, but um yeah, if I were Kyrie, I'd be pissed right now. All if all I did was post a documentary with like three minutes of it being like uh having anti-Semitic content or whatever. All if all if that's all I did, and then this kid Ja is had now twice is looking at a pretty lengthy suspension from the NBA. If that and and they're sticking yeah. behind him, I'd be pissed off. Yeah, it's wild, like, with just the state of the world. Because, I mean, obviously, you know, anti-Semitic stuff, you know, goes against a lot of just basic morals for people. But then it's like, where do you draw the line with, you know, if Nike's going to drop Kyrie Irving for, like you said, a documentary with some anti-Semitic versus someone that was flashing a gun on Instagram Live to millions of people, putting other people in danger and himself, also facing suspension from the NBA, it's like, how does that look for Nike if they're going to put out an athlete shoe where he's just not a good role model? It's like, they're going to stand by like, jaw. Exactly. It's like, why would you, it's like, how can they stand behind him, but not Kyrie when it's like, sure. And it's clear that Kyrie you know. is not like anti-Semitic. Yeah. Like he, sure he, he was like, he made a point. That, to, but yeah. it doesn't, yeah, exactly. But he, they asked him about it him. and just because he didn't apologize yeah. about it. That's why he got in trouble for it. Yeah. Cause yeah, Kyrie is always, he always gets, he's like a punching bag for the league he always gets smeared in the media whenever his name is brought up and it's just i think they simply just you know they kind of they just pick and choose at what they yeah who they who they back up and who they don't just because it if someone goes against their views you know something that they don't believe in it's like we're just we're just they're gone they're done yeah but i think it's interesting just because um because with Kyrie, if, if that whole situation happened kind of at the tail end of Kanye, like it just, I think it really depends on where you're at in the world or like where yeah. the world is at at that time. Because that Kyrie thing happened around the same time as Kanye was catching a lot of flack, right? Sent the Holocaust. Yeah. Happened. And it was, right. it was similar. Like there was a tie between the anti Semitic and stuff because Kanye was saying, yeah. Yeah, so, stuff like that. Yeah, I think that like that caught a lot of heat because of that. I think like if that happened a couple years prior, like I don't think that goes as as punished as he as Kyrie got. But um, yeah, I feel like right now isn't I feel like gun violence is at like the top of a lot of people's uh, political like political issues issues in the world. Right? And it has been for the past yeah, and it has been for the past many years. Yeah, and so I feel like um. I feel like, yeah, I'm I'm surprised that this, that they're willing to put out statements and defend him. I, I just feel like at this point, they're kind of like, yeah. well, what are we supposed to do? You know? Exactly. Like, what can you really do if you're Nike? Like, you're going to drop Josh shoe now? You're gonna, that means you drop two signatures. Well, I mean, but I think it's like, I know you're asking the question, but it's like, if that needs to be done because it's the right decision, yeah, it should be done. You shouldn't just drop the shoe and like disregard everything that John Moran's done, which is in a sense kind of what Nike has done. They've just not taken into account that he is probably going to get a very lengthy suspension. He's going to probably get fined a lot of money and whatever else happens. You know, he it's didn't a really bad first situation. Yeah, it's just, it's not yeah. a good look on Nike's part at all. You know, and it's just, 
But hey, I mean, sneaker sales are through the roof. Well, it's like, yeah, when it comes down to money and all that type of stuff about for business, you know, yeah, they'll do anything to make money. No matter. Yeah, it's not not an ugly shoe either. Yeah. Yeah. No matter how bad uh, it makes Nike look. Yeah. Yeah. Anything for profit nowadays. That's how the world works. Yeah, for real. Um, and they don't care if they smear someone else and make someone else look bad, even though, in, yeah, in like because they drag Kyrie. Sense, exactly. It's like yeah, I feel bad can, for Kyrie. Yeah, it's I like really you do. Can, like you're just dogging on this dude on Kyrie when it's like, in reality, he really didn't do anything that bad. Yeah, he didn't really like, and he didn't do it. It's not like he did it twice in the way that John Morant. Exactly. Did it's it like twice yeah, now. Kyrie's like a mature. A, individual feels like an adult yeah yeah he's like and he and from um, what i hear everyone what everyone says Kyrie, as questionable as some of the things that he says are i've heard that he is the one of the more kind and compassionate and good human beings in the world yeah i think they speak very a lot of people speak very highly of him yeah i think one of the one of the main reasons he gets a lot of backlash is because he actually speaks his mind he doesn't yeah. let people control what he thinks, what he believes, yeah. and what he says. That's a good point. And that nowadays is kind of frowned upon, you know? Yeah. Being able to, like... Being part of groupthink. Yeah. It's like, yeah, they want everyone to think the same and do all that. But it's like, Kyrie is a very individualistic person. So, yeah, he just go like I said, he goes against their Nike's whatever beliefs and stuff like did that. Did you hear so what they, he did not too long ago? He, um... He donated. Some girl had to go fund me out for I think six thousand dollars to, um, to finish her her degree at uh, I want to say it was Howard, um, one uh, of the HBCUs. She yeah. put out age um and Kyrie like, I guess did, like didn't announce it or anything. He just it like popped up on the on her GoFundMe thing. He he donated uh, unannounced. He, yeah, he donated like twenty two thousand so she could yeah. like go to grad school or something like something crazy. Yeah, it's like it's really, look at that. yeah, and that'll help. Like her he's like a, from what I hear, he's a really good guy. <laughs> Yeah, like that's the thing. That's that's the thing. It's like they're smearing him when they're not even highlighting the good things that he actually does. Yeah, yeah. I think Kyrie is that's the way the world. He's one of the more misunderstood players. Mm -hmm. It's it's very very sad. Propaganda. Yeah, he he reminds me a little bit of Dennis Rodman, like a little bit. Maybe not as like, not as whack jobby. Yeah, exactly. Dennis Rodman was, but Kyrie actually has like his head like in the right place it's a little bit ca- it's a little bit more like you can tell it's a little more calculated he's really but... low-key he goes kind of under the radar but then there's certain things that be- are brought up about Kyrie, and then it's like oh like i forgot about Kyrie. Like, yeah kind of brings in him back into the conversation for certain yeah topics. um agreed i yeah i just feel like with when dennis robin like went to korea like north korea and like he did the whole Vegas thing where he remember he like went out in Vegas and didn't come back before the game. Like, yeah, he like uh-huh. does all these like random things that like he catches a lot of flack for. Um, and then obviously he's they're both like Kyrie might be one of the most talented basketball players of all time. If you look at just his talent level, like his skill. Yeah, yeah, that's um, yeah, and Dennis Rodman, one of the best rebounders ever. Right. Like, um, I think once once it's all said and done, like you can't you kind of got to dismiss like all these crazy things that they've, that they've done. And yeah, you gotta like yeah, you gotta look at them in like a good light. You know, you gotta look at like the actual positive, you know, contributions they've made to whether it be like with that girl and her GoFundMe, you know, the basketball world, just culture, just stuff like that. Yeah, you know, yeah, one the world needs to stop just 
Agreed. Yeah. I don't even exactly. think John's a bad person. Exactly. Yeah, but it's like I think he's being like, dumb yeah, sure, for sure. You know, but the thing, yeah, exactly. But it's like it's also a, it's also how you you know learn, grow, and develop from certain yeah, situations. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, Jaw doing flashing a gun for the second time doesn't show any growth. Yeah, or any right. understanding or learning that oh, what I did for when I did the first time that wasn't good, but now I'm doing it a second time. It just doesn't show any responsibility. Yeah, hundred percent. In terms of Jaw. I think it also goes back to like what Carter was saying a minute ago with like bad things tend to just stick a little bit more than the good. Like oh, people for sure. Definitely. notice it more. Yeah, exactly. It's like they yeah. expect you to be like perfect in today's world when, cause if you slip up once when you're at like that type of just fame and just. Um, they'll let you know about it forever. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, they're just going to beat it down. And it's like, come on, like, look at, like I said, look at every, yeah. Jesus, dude. <laughs> Sorry. Now you good. Had to pause that. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, fair enough. Um, okay, well, yeah, prayers to everyone involved. Um, yeah, definitely want to shout out Kyrie. I feel like yeah, dude, the media, like, no one gives him like yeah, the time dude, of day Kyrie, anymore. Yeah. And, Kyrie needs a lot more love from the, yeah. from the fans, definitely. from the people, from everything. Yeah, extremely misunderstood. Um yeah, and before we wrap up basketball, I did see um, – we could stay on this for, like, a minute because I just saw this, like, half an hour ago when I was watching the game. Or maybe a little more than half an hour ago. But um, did you see that they're coming out with the new LeBron movie about him when he was in high school? It's like – Oh, a, is it a documentary? It's, no, it's a uh, – same thing as, like, the Jordan it a, thing. It's like a biopic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, no. That'll be that'd It's be on cool. Peacock. And you could tell yeah, that Peacock did I've not seen... want to – they didn't want to roll the bank on it because whoever is playing LeBron James does not look like LeBron James one day. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, come on, dude. Yeah, but I'm excited for that. I mean, I think that'll be cool. That's a great story. Um, how LeBron came up. I know they've been doing a lot of yeah. those movies recently. Like they did the Ansel Kumpo brothers for Disney, right? They did that. Um, yeah, I can't believe of... I can't believe I just said that really like smooth. Ansel Kumpo. Kumpo. Giannis. Kumpo. Kumpo. All right. Um, okay, should we wrap it up? Some music? Yeah, for sure. All right. Evan, you want it? Oh, yeah. So this this segment we're going with is favorite blog era slash, like, nostalgic songs because it was um 2006 to, like, 2010s, right? Yeah, like, late like late 2000s to early 2010s. Um, the, Just the whole reason why we're doing this right now is like the significance of the blog era, I think, is um it's one of the more impactful or influence influential like sounds or like times in hip hop history. Because um I, I I just started watching this um there's there's doing this new podcast called The Blog Era. Um on it's I think it's on Spotify. It's most places where you can listen to podcasts, but um it's these two guys, they're really interested in um two white guys and they're really into like hip hop um of that like that time zone. And they um, they're digging in a lot on like who produced what and who did this. And, um, you know, because a lot of these guys that we listen to now that are like the mainstream stars came up in the blog era, like your Kendricks kind of came up around that. Um, Big Sean, um, J. Cole's first mixtape is a blog era mixtape. Chance the Rapper, Wale. Like there are a lot of guys that we still listen to today that um, kind of were the pioneers of that that sound and that time. So um, we'll do. Yeah, we'll do it like our favorite, favorite uh blog era records, um, 
and I can kick us off. This is a this is a cult classic, I would say. Um, but this is prom night from Chance the Rapper. Charlie Bartlett, John Bender, class switcher, time bender, chance Bennett, a peculiar name. Graduation night, teachers Ferris Bueller, my name. You made a mixtape? Good job. I hope you get a good job. We was all outcast, only listen to good mob. I performed at Fun Fair. Fun fact, I'm never going back to school. Been there, been there. They see my little sin dig tape in my dumb raps. Don't call it impossible if you really want that. It's in my ass to summer school. Don't call it a comeback. I just came to beat a bully's ass and get my lunch back. Channel E tequila. You know you don't want that. I rap my songs in Spanglish. I rap my weed in blood raps. Wrapped up in this one line. I hope that shit get unwrapped. As if niggas was getting signed off a line off one rap. Yo, Vic, remember when they called us some freshman niggas rapping? Now I ain't gonna be a freshman and I'm rapping. I should have learned a lesson from all of this. That's one of my favorite yeah. chance records. One of my favorite records of all time, honestly. That song just brings back Yeah, it's so nostalgic. It feels yeah. like, you know, like that time, you know? All right, who's that next up to bat? Yeah, I was rocking with that. Um, I'll take it next. I'm gonna go with um an old ASAP Rocky song from Live Love ASAP with his first project called Houston Old Head. Classic album. Yeah, this is a this is a mixtape back in the day. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. Yeah. Smoking, rolling, beef for up. I adjust the tickets up. Break it, break it down. Break it down so I could beat it up. With a welcome back, with a welcome at my sneakers tough. This is for my old head. Gone, turn your speakers up. Rocky, where you been? I've been you know trying Carter's to make like my ends meet. So does, I can cut the bacon in the journey. Got a candy. Bottles full of rose. Riding in the Benz Jeep. Blowing money fast now. I'm finna think I'm big. I met with my old head. We sat for a while. We rode the couple we chat for a while. I said, I'm just on my grind. I come to Houston all the time. He said, What's been going down? And you New York state of mind. Fine. Whoever got days, you feel like giving up. Like, how you gonna eat when this gig is up? When the chips is down and the jig is up. But I don't give a fuck. Rolling up a swisher up. Rolling up a swisher up. Oh, the dope broker. It's cold. Another great song. Yeah, oh, yeah, that song's very tough. That was yeah, gonna but, be my uh, choice. Very slept on song. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> my fault, bro. I, I know it's, co- it's complicated in person, isn't it? You know. But um, I was big into Mac in middle school, and that's like right around the block, like yeah, peak blog era, blog yeah. era, and. Bro, just just a quick side note for this song. I remember like thinking back in middle school, like, bro, I can't wait for senior skip day to like play this record, and then uh, the vid hit, and you know, I didn't get, we didn't get a senior skip. Oh day. yeah, you didn't have senior skip day because you had COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were on the crazy. Zoom. It was more Zoom just, like, senior skip day. Room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which was kind of sad. <laughs> but yeah, I went with senior skip day by Mac Miller. Classic. Kids, kids, I'm 
just hide why they hating on me People tend to think all the drinks on me I don't even have the money to spend To buy Patron for you and all your friends hey, Baby, I, I be on my grind Rain, sleet, snow Rolling up good every place we go Cause we try and get high Get high, get high, get high, get high. Know the bullshit and all the problems But we too gone to see A little bit of this and a little bit of that We proceed to give them what they need Just waking up thinking it's all Classic Mac records. Mac records. Oh, yeah. Did I say Mac? Yeah, definitely yeah. one of the most like nostalgic, nostalgic facts. You were saying anything? Facts. He's got a lot of songs. So those are all good, good choices. I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. Kid Cudi dropped Man on the Moon 2009. Um, that is some really good tracks, but I'm gonna go with Man on the Moon. In man. PJs and no shirt. <laughs> <sighs> All right, run it. I never gave a fuck. I never gave a fuck about what niggas thought about me. I mean, I did. That's how you felt like, when you were in middle school. You, know <laughs> <laughs> you gonna love me, man. You gonna love me, man. They can't comprehend. I even come close to understanding him. I guess if I was born, they would love me more Guess if I was simple in the mind, everything would be fine Maybe if I was a jerk to girls Instead of being nice and speaking kind words Then maybe it would be okay to say then I wasn't a good guy to begin with But my mind is all crazy, 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 crazy They got me thinking I ain't human like I came in from Above, 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 above Feeling like an airplane in the sky But then they say I'm crazy, 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 crazy they got me thinking I ain't human like I can't live above, 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 above Feeling like a bird sitting high, high I be that man on the moon I'm that man on the moon And I'ma do what I do So do you, hey, hey. I be posted with my blood and a broom I do. I'm that man on the moon I'm up, up on the moon I forgot how nice that record was. Yeah. I'm not the biggest like Cuddy fan, but I love Cuddy, bro. That was a good record. Yeah. That was a good like Cuddy, album. His music oh, real good. Great, yeah. That's like a that is to me is like a classic album. That's I think a very in modern album for 2009. Yeah, well that he Kid Cuddy is like responsible for everything that we have, like the True. Trippy Red, all those guys. Travis yeah. Scott. Right? Like all those guys are heavily you i mean you could hear it just in the yeah yeah and all yeah. of that yeah it's a great record um okay yeah, cool this was a, a fun pod um we'll be back on thursday with another one uh big 80 jerry rice wait was jerry rice 80 or 81 he was 80 80 
don't know. We gotta stop doing that. Yeah. Um yeah, because Terrell Owens was number 81. So Jerry Rice, I think, was 80 because they retired his jersey. Um anyway, we'll 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 hash that out on uh, on the next free pod. But um yeah, we'll be back on Thursday. Uh, make sure you guys go tap in on oh tomorrow night actually at 7 30 Pacific Standard. Um, you know, I'm on AMP freshly baked radio. Um, we're gonna be vibing for like half an hour. We'll play some some hits after I get off work. You know, we'll be chilling. A little R&B vibes. Maybe we might bring some blog era, era hip hop to the scene. Um, but yeah, we, we had that thing jumping last week. So make sure you guys are, are back on there. Um, and yeah, we'll catch you guys on Thursday. Um, send peace and love to everyone. Congrats to the Miami Heat. Um, and yeah, I'll play a I'll play another classic uh, blog era record. I don't know how many people know about Charles Hamilton, but he was like really big in the blog era. Um, and he never kind of made it out of the blog era. But this was uh, one of the more, one of my favorite records from that era. This is New York Raining, um, Charles Hamilton and Rita Ora. And then we'll get out of here. Uh. Yeah, you just got to bend your knees on beat, you know? Miles from home, my style has grown Sick of getting played like a xylophone My instrument is me with thousands of bones Wildin', I just wanna zone My mama knows I need a chick to be kinda dope Smile a lot, give a lot of dome Only to me, spoil me with your badass You are like royalty, baby, catch that See the rain five, is five, five, making me feel painless This relationship is so dangerous If they find out, what will they make of it? So I savor every kiss like a ancient You ain't missing a thing with other niggas Alright, we will catch you guys on Thursday Send a peace and love to everybody Everybody who needs it Peace, love, all that In the city lights I swear I hear you call my name Call my name There's nothing right I'm stuck in with your mom Babe, I need you. I need you. Uh, red wine and 